the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and it is Tuesday, July the 11th. I'm with my partner in crime, Jason Walker, our toll-free number, 800-951-0592, the website at allamericangold.com and uh, kind of the calm before the storm tomorrow we get the CPI numbers I'm actually expecting it to be lower right another lower print on CPI I think we're going to see uh, gold continue to find footing here uh, the 10 year note off a little bit today I think because of that uh, unfortunately, I think this is more of a temporary reprieve. I think that uh, the CPI numbers uh, will probably level off. In other words, I don't know uh, if they'll go a lot higher after this. I just don't know how much lower they're going to be able to get uh, after this number until uh, we start seeing the jobs head off. And then on Wall Street, the big seven, talking about NVIDIA, Meta, Apple, Microsoft, Netflix, Tesla, Amazon, they've delivered, they are the rally. Matter of fact, it got so bad on the NASDAQ that these seven stocks took up so much of the, the NASDAQ 100, right? That, that, that uh, they decided, you know what, we've got to cut the weight on these stocks and give more weight to these other stocks that people really don't want to buy uh, because it's it's having an adverse effect on on, on the NASDAQ, right? Because the NASDAQ, I mean, the NASDAQ's 13,000, almost 14,000. Pretty darn good. The problem is uh, outside of those seven stocks, the NASDAQ's like, well, mm, I don't know, 11,000. So, Jason, uh, uh, interesting things happening in Wall Street, but those are the big seven. If you don't have those seven stocks, uh, you're, you're probably not real happy with your performance, uh, when it comes to Wall Street. So it, it, it again, it, it's, it's interesting. Uh, the Nasdaq's anyway, their solution to the problem is let's give these seven stocks less weight. Yeah, well, you know, and, and uh, how long can you depend on seven stocks to carry the load? Because when people have stress, you know, companies, and they start selling everything, they're going to sell the big seven eventually. Eventually, you know, we, we yeah, talked about and really, a year and a half six ago. of the seven outside of NVIDIA, I mean, the other six, that's kind of been the story, really, for what? I don't Almost like it feels like, anyway, like the last 10 years it's been those six stocks. Correct, correct. And when we talked about the small and mid-cap stocks selling off a year, year and a half, two years ago, and uh, the, the market's just done this sideways thing since 2021. It's just, it really hasn't gone anywhere, Joe. It's been as low as 
think 20, like the Dow is as low as 28,000 and as high as 36, but it's been right in that 32, 33,000 range. And it, when you have the inflation we've had in that same time span, to me, the markets are down. They're just down. And we haven't had this inflation in uh, a couple of generations like this. And so I don't think people really know how to gauge markets going sideways with inflation. That's ex extreme. And I think you're right. I think the CPI will be lower tomorrow. And then the next few months are going to be interesting because year over year from the previous year, uh, it went from 8.6 to 8 to 9.1 for this month that we're going to be doing. But from here on out, it went from 9.1 down to 8.5, down to 8.3, down to 8.2, down to 7.7. If inflation is not going anywhere, which I don't think it really is, is going as, as a, a way like the Fed or the news is telling you, I think these numbers stop. You know, I think our CPI doesn't go down anymore, Joe. I think our CPI, they're going to try to get that number, that two number, aren't they? They want to get that two number, don't they? I don't know if they get it. I, I wonder if it goes, starts going back up. Yeah, I, I think it, it'll be interesting. We'll watch it, but that's what we expect. Uh, tomorrow, I think that'll be kind of the big data point of the week if you're into that kind of thing. Uh, but uh, very quietly, you know, remember uh, all the banks passed the stress test, right, and all that nonsense. Uh, the FDIC now is saying that they've determined that they had uh, too big to fail banks. The number uh, was, wasn't as big as they thought. They're now saying that banks with as little as a hundred billion dollars in assets uh, could pose a potential threat. I mean, it's like, wait a minute, but you're going to allow like J.P. Morgan, B of A to have three and three, three and a half, four trillion dollars of assets, but a hundred billion uh, may screw things up. It, 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 it makes no sense. But again, that's how they want it. And, and again, remember, they still think they've got way too many banks, right? Oh, my gosh. I mean, what are we doing with 4,000 banks? I mean, that's outrageous. I mean, think about it. I mean, the U.K. and, and Germany and France, I mean, they only got like 300 banks. Jason, this was the argument being made. And, again, it's all about control. Uh, the, the fewer the banks, the less control. And, and again, these smaller banks, they're the ones that most of the small businesses go to, right? They're the ones that that hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna help you out here. I'm gonna work with you. We know these bigger financial institutions, right? They're, they're not interested in helping anybody but the guys that already have uh, too much money. And Jason, I think the plan is in. They want to get rid. Of all of these small banks, uh, completely, uh, you know, I was thinking that maybe half the banks, but yesterday, CNBC, it sounds like they want to get rid of about 4,000 banks. You know, what could possibly be wrong with that? Well, apparently, Bank of America decided to pull a Wells Fargo. Yeah. I'll tell you about that one next. Maybe that could be a problem. I don't know. We'll be right back. 800 Joe and Jason, Patriot Radio News Hour here on this Tuesday. The Dow's up 160. Uh, the S&P's up 13. The Nasdaq's up 23. Gold's up 7. Silver is unchanged. Uh, the 10-year note, four, or well, not quite 4%, 399 in change 
right now, and uh, we're getting ready to talk about another mega baked behaving badly. Uh, you know, Jason will lay it out. Hey, you know, we've been around this thirty three thousand. You know, thirty between twenty eight and thirty seven thousand, and really, really most of the time, right around thirty three thousand for years now uh, with inflation. You know. Using the Fed's number, you know, what, 6 7%, uh, you're getting nothing. And, of course, if you don't have the big seven, uh, you're getting a lot less than nothing. If you're tired of all that stuff, check out our friends at Y-Refi. Up to 10.25% return. Fixed. Fixed. Doesn't matter. Every month, it doesn't change. Does, doesn't matter what happens. Rates go up, rates go down, inflation's red hot, inflation's cold. It doesn't matter. Banks behave good, banks behave bad, pass the tre- stress test, fail the, the stress test. It never changes. Check them out, investyrefi.com. That's the word invest, the letter Y, R-E-F-Y.com. Or just call them, 888-Y-REFI-24. Uh, and remember, you got to have at least... $50,000, you can use existing IRAs. Some people can even use uh, their 401Ks. But, Jason, very quietly, uh, another major bank, another big bank, paying fines for behaving badly, this time Bank of America, doing a Wells Fargo. Now, it's funny because Wells Fargo got had to pay a lot more now, of course, maybe because Wells Fargo got away with it for a lot longer. Uh, but federal regulators have fined Bank of America $225 million for, and I'm going to quote here, botching the disbursement of state unemployment benefits at the height of the pandemic. Okay, so, so that was one of the things they did. Uh, the uh, Consumer Financial Protection Bureau fined them $100 million in a separate order. The Office of the Comptroller fined them $125 million uh, because they called it, uh, well, they said that it's consumers uh, who had uh, issues with their accounts. They called it a faulty fraud detection program by Bank of America. Bank of America also failed to to uh, pay uh, credit card holders the rewards. Uh, and, oh, yeah, you know, this one, you know, we've heard of this one. Oh, they were charging people extra fees and creating fraudulent accounts. I mean, Jason, uh, it, it's kind of like Wells Fargo all over again. Yeah, I don't trust any of these banks. You know, they, they're in a fraudulent system, and so they've they've learned from the best. They've learned from the Fed. You know, it, it's uh, it's 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 built in, I guess, Joe. I mean, uh, they don't have a lot of uh, threat from actually being punished for do, for misdeeds. So why would they ever stop doing it? So it's uh, I'm sure what you're reporting, Joe, is just the tip of the iceberg of the kind of stuff they actually do. You know, according to the data. Uh, Bank of America was, quote, double dipping on fees imposed to customers with insufficient accounts. Uh, they were also denying, uh, credit card benefits, creating fake accounts, right? Doing all the usual bad bank behavior. Of course, though, 
B of A's defense is, well, you know what, though? We got rid of a lot of our fees, like uh, insufficient fees and stuff, so uh, therefore, uh, we're really not that bad. Uh, yeah, what a bunch of nonsense. And now, let's face it, this is where they want everybody to be forced to be banking uh, but we'll, we'll keep our eye on it. You know, $250 million, uh, no big deal, right? No big deal for the, for these big banks. I'm sure that they probably made out like, like bandits on all of these as well. And then how about Disney World and Disneyland? This is kind of interesting. Now, I think some of it has to do with the woke stuff. But apparently, the parks are empty. Uh, this is big-time park season. Uh, and according to the company that tracks wait times, wait times at the happiest place on earth are down dramatically. Uh, to give you an idea, the Magic Kingdom, normally over Fourth of July weekend, you would wait Anywhere from, you know, 30 to 50 minutes uh, to, to, to get on rides. Epcot, same thing, you know, 30, 40 minutes. Uh, Hollywood Studios, uh, you know, at like 2022, you can be waiting, you know, again, 30 to 50 minutes. Well, apparently in 2023, those wait times are 25 minutes or less, they said, uh, that the parks in both Florida and California emptying out. And I think it's probably a combination. I think it's definitely some of the woke stuff that Disney's been doing. And then on top of it, going to Disneyland, it cost a fortune. Uh, I, I'll, I'll tell you this. My wife and I, we used to do Disney a lot. We did. Uh, growing up, uh, both of our kids were very good athletes. Uh, they played very competitively uh, on the basketball circuit. I'm talking about th- this, and this is, you know, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 years old, th- those years. And we spent a lot of time traveling to California to play in big tournaments. A lot of time uh, in Vegas playing in big tournaments uh, where teams would travel all over the place. So we would always, uh, you know, uh, add a day. You know, the, the, you know, the, the, hey, we're going to wink, wink, nod, nod. We'll add a day and, and go to Disney. And we used to be able, when we first started going, it was just under $100 for a pork hopper. Not even 100 bucks. So, you know, figure the four of us, well, it's probably, you know, a little over $300 to do a day at Disney. Uh, now, listen, we're talking, it's over, way over a thousand bucks. Way over. And, and, and Jason, uh, if you want to go during when, you know, people normally will peak time, it, it can be even more than that. And forget about staying at one of the Disney resorts. You're talking, you know, people go and, and people are telling me, hey, three days at, at the, with the Disney resort, the park hoppers, uh, they're talking about seven, eight, thousand dollars and that's not staying at the nicest place on that disney's have you know you, you can spend 10 grand in three days it's outrageous what things are costing 
Yeah, it seems like you can you can drop a a thousand dollars just taking a weekend trip to the next town over, <laughs> right? You just, there's a, doesn't take much to spend a thousand dollars anymore. I mean, let's face it. Uh, how many well, a couple of decades ago, your, your entire monthly expenses could have been a thousand bucks, right? You know, a couple of decades ago, right? Now you can you can drop a thousand dollars in a weekend just going to see a show somewhere and staying the night somewhere, right? Right? You go to one one theme park close by. It doesn't have to be Disney World. Is it's uh, it just the money just doesn't go as far. The money has been damaged. You know, it's this Federal Reserve note. It's their money, and they they put uh, inflation into the mix. It's into it's into the the recipe to steal from the average person. This is how they take your time and your efforts. You know, time and money are the same thing. Time is measured in the way you know in a in a way of money. And if someone creates a money and they equal it to your time, they can then take more of your time by devaluing their money. This is this is why you buy gold and silver, right, Joe? This it's you have to you have to protect your time. You have to protect uh, what your time has earned and what you've saved with your time. And they have come up with a system where if it's sitting in the bank or under your mattress, they take it from you. It's it's amazing, Joe. Your number's the same, but the value is completely changed. You know, and you brought up such a great point. Used to be a thousand dollars. That was like your monthly expenses. Right? Let's set the rent aside, right? Set the mortgage aside. But car payment, car insurance, health insurance, right? The electric bill, right? thousand bucks. That got it done. That absolutely got it done. When my wife and I bought our first home in two thousand, that got it done. Probably had a little left over. My insurance bill, just my insurance bill, they just sent another note, another increase. $1,400. And here's the funny part. We actually have one less kid because Joey's on his own. Joe, you, know, you guys know Joey. He's got, Joey doesn't need us. Right? So we got my younger son, I'm going to be a junior in college, and my wife and I. $1,400. Do you know what it was uh, when I started at Patriot? So this would be three years after we bought our first house. $200. 200 bucks for all four of us. Yeah, $1,400. Oh, by the way, and it's catastrophic. So the first ten grand's on me. Jason, again, talking about $1,000. The share of new auto loans where the monthly pay, uh, payment exceeds $1,000 has hit another record. I meant better, basically, let's put it this way. Every month, this number hits a new all-time record high. Uh, people paying over $1,000 for an auto loan. People paying over $1,000 for health insurance, right? It's, it's 115 degrees. The electric bill is going to be 500 or $600. And by the way, they want to increase it 23% over the next three years. Like Jason said, this is the system we live in. They figure out a way to take it from us. Right? Are we sitting there, are we asking for anything different than before? No. No. But all of a sudden, Jason, the ability to afford these things, and listen, rates are not done going up. I keep telling people that. This is going to get even more unaffordable. It, it, it is happening 
right before our very eyes. Now, why are not people at Disney? Well, some of them, because they don't like Disney's policy, but some of them, Jason, I can't afford to go to Disney. I mean, that's just the bottom line. Yeah, and personally, I'm not a big fan of Disney anymore anyway, so uh, they can they can have it. <laughs> I'm not going to, you know, I could probably afford to take a trip there if I really wanted to, but why? Why would you spend your money on that company that's uh, that, that really treats its customers really badly, you know, especially when with right. the uh, the entertainment products are putting out. So I, you know, you know, beyond your 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 housing and your food and then your energy, your next biggest expenses are transportation and communication. And you remember, remember the old days, Joe, and you know, you know, hey, the Bell Company has a monopoly on phones and communications and how much people would pay for long distance calls. Remember all that. How much do people pay on communications nowadays between your internet, your phone, and all that stuff, right, Joe? So much more. People so much more. Yep. It, the phone bill used to be like $3. I mean, it was something ridiculous. I mean, uh, it's it's nuts. Even as a percentage, even as a percentage of what you spend every month, barring the inflation, Joe, how much do people pay, spend on communications? They really got people you know, messed up with how much they pay. To just send an email or a text, right? $1,000 is now what used to be $100. 800 951 Radio News Hour, Joe and Jason. This is, listen, that's what inflation does. And here's the sad part. These prices were going up. At the same time, they were telling us there was no inflation. Remember? I mean... What, from 07 to 2019? Right? Then they oh, there's no inflation. Right? It's below 2%. Really? And why did my health care skyrocket? Why did going to Disney skyrocket? Why did auto payments skyrocket? Now, they're skyrocketing even more now that they're admitting that there's inflation. But don't be fooled. Their numbers are fake. They're not real. And now it's really starting to have an effect. We are getting closer and closer. It's going to happen. I thought it would already be here. And so I was—I may have been 60 days early, 90 days early. But uh, according to Bloomberg, that's how bad it's getting. Cash-strapped consumers are cutting back on personal hygiene products and yet another sign after years of negative real wage growth even with all the raises right we talk about the jobs data and the inflation in the wages being too hot it's not hot enough it's not hot enough depleted personal savings now this was again part of the covid money creation not only did it bail out states like California and Illinois, now, of course, they're right back into their problems. But it also put a lot of money in a lot of consumers' accounts. Of course, remember, no paying student loans, right? That starts next month. Oh, this thing is going to turn really quickly. Record amounts of credit card debt. We've never had more. And that's saying something. Right, because I mean, think about it. They they love credit, don't they? Something that didn't exist in the seventies. Student loan debt didn't exist 
in the 70s, right? I mean, the house was like 25 grand, right? You can't even sniff a house. Can't even sniff a house for 300, 400,000 here. I mean, I guess if you want to live in, in the projects or so far out of town, then maybe, maybe you can get a house for 350,000 here. Maybe. That's a maybe. This is what they've done. And now the consumer, again, we the boom and bust cycle is upon us. Uh, they're now saying, according to the data that tracks retail sales. Now, some of this is hidden, right? Because stuff costs more. So the retail sales, they're not as bad as they appear. Well, if everything costs 10 20% more, and you buy 10 to 20% less, well, guess what? The retail sales are flat. No. But really not, are they? They said that decreased spending on personal hygiene products. Now, get this. I don't know how you pull this off, right? This one, this first one kind of, it's a, a creepy. Toilet paper. I don't know how you scrimp on toilet paper. <laughs> now, I, I know, I, I know that one, remember when we ran out of toilet paper, right? That, that, that old thing, we ran out of toilet paper. Toothpaste. Toothpaste. Have you seen the price of toothpaste? Toothpaste used to be less than a dollar. It's, it's crazy. Laundry detergent, right? These are things, uh, again, sales uh, for these items in the last 52 weeks are down by 4%. And, of course, uh, Jason, here's the sad part. I bet you retail-wise, total sales-wise, that's still probably up because they, they've risen the price of these items by a lot more than 3 or 4%. Well, and, and remember 2020, uh, no matter how you view what happened with COVID, uh, in 2021 it continued on, and in 2022 it's still lingering. Uh, a lot of people were buying a lot more and, and putting some stuff away, right, Joe? Well, you can't just keep putting stuff away if you can't even pay your monthly bills. So you might just start eating into those those extra supplies. So I, that could be one reason, Joe, that, you know, because you, you need toilet paper, right? It's not like you're not going to use it, you know, unless unless things are dire. So why do I get the feeling that yeah. uh, the reason the stores are empty because of all the overbuying? Why do you feel like the uh, some of the, the, the preppers out there, so to speak, and some of the people that bought heavy, they're like, well, let's just use, let's just use what we got and, and try to make next yeah. month, right? Yeah, and and maybe going on. Uh, the the trade down, right? I'm not going to buy the yep. Charmin, right? I'm I'm going to buy uh, the off brand, or I'm going to the dollar store, right, to get my shampoo and my my toothpaste uh, because I can't afford uh, the brand that I want. You know, we know we've seen it uh, auto loans. You know, we talked about the average payment now over a thousand dollars. We're talking almost now 20% of all auto loans, one in five. A year ago, it was barely one in ten. I mean, this is how fast uh, things are happening. And now, all of a sudden, Jason, they said auto loan demand has collapsed. And, and of course, uh, right at the same time, uh, the dealers are starting to get uh, some of this inventory back. 
but nobody can actually afford to get a car, right? And especially a new car. I mean, forget about it. It's really amazing what we're seeing here very, very quickly. It's going to be really interesting how all this plays out. It really is because we're starting to see way more signs now that the consumer is starting to struggle and not be able to do, hey, I can't buy the car. Can't do it. Right? I'm going. Uh, my credit's not great, so they're going to whack me 10, 12, 14% on my interest rate. Or, hey, my credit's okay, but I still got to pay 7, 8, 9. I can't afford uh, that monthly payment. And, oh, by the way, since I bought a nicer car, now my car insurance is going up. So between the higher payment and my car, Jason, they can't get it done. Yeah, and the car insurance will go up just because the price of the car is going up, right? The, the, the insurance companies have to pay more to to pay out to fix these cars or, or, or to scrap them and to get the new one. Uh, the average new car interest rate, I was just typing as you were talking about, is, uh, in Colorado it's about it's just under 7% and on a new car, and it's over 10% on a used. In Delaware it's uh, 7%, over 7% for a, a new car loan. New car loans, Joe, 7%, that's with good credit, 11%, over 11%. On a used car, so those, you know, inflation's bad enough, but the inf- the interest that you have, you know, the, the amount of money, the quality of money that you have to put down to buy the products is way up too. So interest inflation, interest inflation, point. That's a one that we haven't heard in a what a couple of decades. Uh, they've been so low. Patriot Radio News Hour will be back right after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two, and and in honor of inflation, we're going to run a a dime special, silver and gold dimes. So the pre nineteen sixty five silver dimes. Remember, uh, this is what they've done to inflation, right? Our our, our dimes, our quarters, our half dollars used to be made with silver. Well, silver got too expensive. What do you mean it got too expensive? Silver didn't change. It was the value of the money that changed. So one of these $5 rules, that's 50 dimes. In 1964, it was worth 5 bucks. Right Today, I've got them on, on, on this special. If you buy one roll of dimes, that's $115. I mean... Let's just, and I got a, I went to public school, so I need, I need to use my, my, my calculator to do the math for me. Uh, but that's 23 times, right? It's 2,300% increase, uh, for 50 silver dimes, uh, and a one-tenth ounce American gold eagle, right? That's the golden dime. They're the same size. And they're both the size of a dime. Well, one's got silver, one's got gold. If you got one of each, right, so one roll or 50 dimes and one one-tenth ounce American gold eagle, it's $380 for the pair. If you buy five of each, you're going to save a little money. Five rolls of dimes, five-tenth ounce, that's 18 Hundred dollars, so you're going to save five dollars on the dimes on the roll of dimes, five more dollars on the roll of ten thousand. 
If you buy 10 of each, you're going to save another $10 a package. So 10 rolls of dimes and 10 one-tenth ounce, $3,600. So we've got all sizes here. You want one of each, one roll and one-tenth ounce gold eagle, $380. You know what? This thing cost in 2000 Probably didn't even cost 60 bucks. Probably didn't even cost $60 for a tenth ounce and a roll of dimes in 2000 $380. You buy five of each, five rolls of dimes, five tenth ounce, you save $10 a package, $1,850 for five of each. If you buy ten of each, save another Ten dollars a package, or twenty dollars off if you buy one uh, of them. Ten rolls of dimes, ten gold, tenth ounce, uh, thirty-six hundred dollars at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. And and Jason, with what we see is coming, yesterday's announcement over the weekend that the BRICS is going to be introducing some form of a gold-backed currency. Uh, we know uh, what uh, the central banks have been up to in digital currency. Now they've got not only the Bank of International Settlements uh, involved, they, they also have the UN's involved, right? I mean, they've got all the players involved in what they're going to have as a, a digital currency. Uh, having things like this dime special, I think, is going to be vital in getting things that you want because all of these things are going to factor now. Social credit scores are going to come into play. Uh, your, your carbon footprint's going to come into play, right? You only can buy X amount of this or X amount of that. Or the most evil thing of all is here's some electronic credits, but oh, by the way, if you don't spend them by X date, uh, they're worthless. Or they'll tell tell you what you can spend it on, right? And then you got to go take that item and toilet paper, toothpaste, yeah. <laughs> right? laundry right. detergent. Well, yeah, so so it's uh, it's very 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 socialist. You know, I can't remember what the old eighties movie with uh, Robin Williams. He's uh, he's the, the defector from the circus from Russia, right? And at the beginning of the movie, they show him. You know, he goes to the market, and there's like two items available to buy that day. Right, I mean that's it. You know, it's like you go to a supermarket and you can like pick from off the shelves. They have like two items: there's toilet paper and another item. And then they they, they go off into their communities and then trade. Well, you know, hey, I got more of this for some of that. I I, I hate to, to to think that we're heading towards something like that, but it sure sure seems like it, Joe. It sure seems like they're going to tell us how to spend it, when to spend it, and what to spend. And uh, you know, digital digital money—that's what they want us to spend in the future. They don't like cash, their own cash with their their name on it, the Federal Reserve. Notes, their their money is now a, a problem for their own system. Isn't that crazy? Their money, their contraption, no longer helps them out. It, it it makes their system not work. They have to they have to bring it all back in and, and just have it all digital so they can uh, look at it every minute of every day. You know, that's, isn't that creepy, Joe? Every minute, every day, they want to know where their money is. They can't even ha- have you have it outside uh, their view. You know, their surveillance uh, by having it in cash and holding it somewhere else. They. It's just and, it's, it's and insane. For those of you out there that they're taking the paper, right? For those of you out there that that doubt what Jason is saying, just think about all the laws about in place now about cash. Well, if you got more than ten thousand dollars, you're some kind of criminal, 
right? Uh, yeah, how many? All of us have seen where somebody uh, was flying uh, with with money, even though it wasn't against the rules. Oh, hey, well, we we detected that in your luggage. You know, well, we're going to confiscate that because, well, you may have commit, you may be committing a crime, even if you haven't. Uh, the the forfeiture laws. Uh, think about going to um, any type of event, sporting event, concerts, right? No cash allowed. No cash allowed. Uh, at the airports, you know, we went to go see Joey. That they got these little kiosks now. You check yourself out, right? But hey, can't use cash, right? Believe me, that is exactly what they're doing. This is a great package for those such events. When we get back, Nassim Talib, he is back. Remember, he was the author of The Black Swan, which occurred right during the last financial crisis. He says it's different this time. What does that mean? I'll tell you when we get back. 800-951-0592. The All About Dimes. Silver Dimes. Golden Dimes Special. A roll of silver dimes in one one-tenth ounce gold eagle. $380. Buy five of each. Five rolls of dimes. Five-tenth ounce. Save $10 a package at $1,850. Buy ten of each. Ten rolls of dimes, ten tenth ounce gold eagles, save twenty dollars a package at thirty six hundred dollars at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. And Jason uh, Nassim Taleb, he, this guy's just a genius. Uh, I I actually got his book, The Black Swan Event. Right? The Black Swan. This was before the financial crisis. And this guy is uh, right up my son's alley. You know, my, my younger son is a statistical analytics major. He's got one of those math brains. Well, he was a, an options trader and, and a risk analyst for the big banks. So they went to him and said, okay, tell us, tell us what we don't see. So he called these things black swans. Hey, these are these uh, events that aren't obvious because they that you know for the you know a lot of the hey we see all the obvious stuff but what are we not seeing and that was his job and of course the black swan event that took down the banks right everyone everyone kind of said hey this is what what he was writing about this was what he was warning about well guess what he's back and he says this is no black swan he goes, I'm going to call this the white swan. He goes, because it's obvious what's coming. There's no uh, hidden, uh, unforeseen. This is very, very easy. And, and, he, and he said in his recent interview on CNBC, systems don't correct themselves without some kind of pain. And we've got a problem here. And it's going to correct itself. And there's going to be a lot of pain. And it's a white swan event. Because he says it's very obvious what is coming. After years of ultra-low interest rates, the United States has piled an unsustainable level of debt. Jason, it's actually very simple, isn't it? 
We got four. Look, look at the national debt. Thirty-two by by tomorrow, uh, the debt's going to be over thirty-two point five trillion dollars. Right? I mean, we were just at thirty-one point four trillion, not even five weeks ago. It's unsustainable. Look at what's happening to the consumer. Look at what's going on. Uh, a, a car payments over a thousand dollars. Can't even get health insurance uh, unless you're, you work for a company that is helping flip the bill. You can't even get health insurance for less than a thousand dollars, right? I mean, uh, you know, remember boats? The, the joke. Oh, you bought a boat? Yeah, break out another thousand. Yeah. It's break out another thousand, Jason, for just about every expense you got now. As long as the uh, U.S. government supports the Fed and the Fed keeps printing the money for the U.S. government and the people of America and people across the world want to keep spending Federal Reserve notes, it'll just keep on happening. I mean, let's face it, Joe, if you're in a debt, uh, a, a debt problem and you can't afford your payments anymore, you just go bankrupt. But I don't see, I don't hear anyone want to talk about bankruptcy and, and with America's debt. So print it up, right? Just, gotta, just print it up. Keep paying it with fake money. Everyone has faith in it, Joe. Yeah, right up until they don't. Uh, I don't think the brick nations do. 800-951-0592. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.